uh, I started out having a very long, successful career. I was working as a computer engineer. And I spent a lot of years working at technology companies, startup companies, real exciting stuff. And what happened was I watched my entire industry get turned upside down from the bursting of the dot-com bubble. And if you can remember back at that time, that was immediately followed by the September 11th terrorist attacks. And so with all that turmoil disruption in the world, I realized that I was way too dependent on the income from my job because that was my only source of income. And I loved the work I was doing, but my job always seemed to be full of all of these circumstances that were completely out of my control. And I learned that no matter how talented of an engineer I was or how valuable of an employee I was, the bottom line is that if things were not going well financially in the industry or in the company, I could quickly lose my job through no fault of my own. Right now, everybody, all the major tech layoffs that are happening left and right, and people would think that they were safe positions, but they're not, apparently. Yeah, that that's very true. It's happening again. It's it's a cyclical, cyclical environment. And so I came to this realization that I needed to start to find other sources of income so that I wouldn't be dependent on the paycheck for my job. And that's what I set out to do by getting into investing and alternative investing. And really what I focused on was this idea that if you buy and invest in assets, those assets, you can own them. They will generate income for you, no matter and no matter what happens, whether I'm working or not, I still have this other income stream coming in. And there's a lot of investments that don't don't pay income. They just you you get involved in them, and the plan is that they appreciate over time. Kind of like my guitar collection. You know, we we can get into the guitars, but those if you have vintage guitars. They really hold their value well. Well, not even not even vintage. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, newer guitars that sometimes I buy them off clearance. Uh, a few I have bought, used, and got excellent deals on. But depending on the market, sometimes I can get two to three times more than what I originally paid for them. Now... I've only sold one guitar in the last 10 years and I ended up buying an upgraded version of it recently. Uh, but I mean, it's one of those things that to me, that's a collectible item that um, vintage or not, it can, uh, it usually goes up in value unless you just bought a bum stock model, I think. If you're buying a main brand Fender, a Gibson, an Epiphone, um, not when I say Epiphone, I'm not talking about the low-scale Epiphones. I'm talking about the, I, I won't buy a $400 Epiphone, okay? I will buy the $1,000 limited edition Epiphones because they're the ones that do go up in a value to where, you know, Five years down the road, it could be $1,500, $1,800 for that guitar because it's no longer made. It was a limited edition copy. Yeah, exactly. It's a limited edition and there's less of them out there. That's uh, that's a great point. 